into the contest. It is Friday the 10th of June. Welcome to Afternoon Support. Tim Gilbert here. I'm joined by my co-host Shane Lee. And Shane, I, look, I hosted a function last night where Amy Shark sang and eight-time ARIA winner. And I found out last night, massive, massive rugby league fan worked in the Gold Coast Titans media department. Right. Does she go for the Titans or does she go for the Sharks? Is that a, was that a no, silly question? Uh, no, no. I think she's a Gold Coast fan. But <laughs> it is funny sometimes, isn't it, when you just scrape the surface on uh, what people like? Um, mm. Interesting. Amy Shark. Beautiful voice, too. She definitely does, mate. And uh, I think her original name is um, Billings, not Shark. Okay. That's just a stage name. There you go. All right. Well, there you go. Is Shane Lee your real name or was that was just for six and out? <laughs> that was my real name's Cheekweek. <laughs> well, you know, real name was Ron Jeremy. It's Friday and that means we'll be joined by Brisbane comedian Shad Wicker and also Melbourne comedian Luca Muller. John O'Brien is a legend of Australia's beer industry. In 2003, he dreamed of producing a great-tasting beer that could be enjoyed by everyone, free from the ill effects of mass-produced wheat and barley. John began a brewing journey blending unique aromas and flavours offered by ancient grains such as sorghum and millet. He perfected recipes over time which have led to 40 local and international awards, including three gold medals at the Australian International Beer Awards, a gold medal at the Indies and a silver medal at the Beer World Cup. Proudly 100% Aussie-owned, made in Ballarat, O'Brien Beer is Australia's most awarded gluten-free beer and widely available around Australia through major retailers and online at rebellionbrewing.com.au. O'Brien Beer, the beer that loves your back. All right, interesting in Tasmania, Ricky Ponting going back to be the head of strategy, whatever that means. I think you'll be telling everyone what to do, <laughs> yeah. I would think, uh, with a name like Ponting, if you're in any way connected to the Hobart Hurricanes. But uh, he's already saying that the door is open for former Australian captain Tim Payne. Yeah, well, he wants to get – he's got a three-year deal as head of strategy, which is, I think, a bit of a bullshit position. To, I think it's uh, a guy, as you, you sort of alluded to, Tim, that sits above everyone else and tells them what to do. Um, he wants to get some good Tasmanian guys in and around the BBL franchise down there so they can get their maiden um, win. They haven't won the competition yet. Uh, he's talking about Tim Payne. He's also talking about Justin Langer and whether Justin Langer's right. I know they're really close, those two. Uh, Langer would, would pull him to sh- into shape, but uh, we've seen some recent uh, outbursts from Langer. He's still probably not over it, probably not ready just yet to go back into the world of coaching. But uh, it's good to see that he's opening up the door to Tim Payne. He's um, served a big, big price for his misdemeanor, uh, and everyone uh, deserves a second chance. So it's good to see that Ricky's open to that. Yeah, absolutely. And well, they'll need a decent checkbook if they're going to have – because Ricky wouldn't yeah. have come cheap and Justin Langer no. won't come cheap, So uh, unless their budget's gone up. Anyway, this is a Friday. That means Shad Wicker is next, Brisbane comedian. <laughs> Friday, and normally uh, under every other circumstances, because I love the guy, I look forward to uh, having a chat with Brisbane comedian Shad Wicker. This week, no way. Yes, it's going to be punishing this. He's going to be an absolute <laughs> pain in the ass, Shane. So what? you can welcome him. Shad, come on, we'll start with State of Origin, mate. Come on, let's, let's get it come out of the way Shad, early. Come on, let's hit. go. Oh, was that on? <laughs> oh, I taped it. Don't, don't tell me the result. Yeah, don't tell Oh, spoiler alert, boys. Oh, Queenslander! Oh, no. Oh, I've been looking forward to this, baby. 
Oh, the greatest state of all. Five-year <sighs> drought. Tell you no. what. How you doing? The greatest team in the world won the greatest game in the world. Um, what a game of footy, though. It was a good mm. game of footy, but don't yeah. forget, 2019, mate, you went one up and we got the series, so it's not. you haven't got, yeah. a, you haven't got the chocolates just yet. That's all right. That's fine. I don't listen to Gus Gould's commentary anyway when he was trying to say that's a monster after the man of the match. Did he get put in his box real quick? Mate, you guys pumped us in Perth, so I'm a bit nervous about the Perth game, mm. to be honest. Um, that was where the one of the biggest defeats in origin history took place. But um, unreal game. We were a bit lost in attack in the first half, and then it seemed like you go, got a mm. case of that later in the game. Um, awesome battle. I know there was controversies, some calls that – Probably could have gone uh, the other way. A couple of forwards that weren't pulled back on both sides of the field there. But, hey, the ref, for a game where the ref kept their whistle in the pocket. You got out quick at the end. um, (laughs) (laughs) It was was like, it was such a, that first half was so fast. Yeah. Mm. But then also still felt like it went forever, if that makes sense. Like, Mm. it was such a brutal game. Um, Look, and I find this so hard to say, as you know because I'm a very proud New South Welshman. Yeah, here but, we go. Yeah, and this is difficult, okay? This is really, really difficult. I need to hold someone's hand through this. But the better team won they did. in this game. Yeah. They won the ruck. You won the ruck. And Munster, uh, at this stage, without a Mitchell or Travojevic on the field, he's the class player on the field. So, And that's what he did. He was Wally Lewis-like, oh. the way that he, he got the ball back um, oh. in defence. Um, so, look... But, the, look, you know, you can change the direction. You can't change the direction of the wind, but you can adjust your sails, and that's what we need to do. We need to win in Perth and Brisbane. Oh, bloody hell, that, that felt so good hearing you say that. Um, Maybe no, we need I think, a new um, coach. Maybe we get Nathan Brown or Michael Maguire to come mate, and coach us. Doug, yeah, yeah, don't get to panic stations too quick, boys. I will, I will say this. Big thing for Queensland, Paddy Carrigan, unbelievable. Good. Coming off the bench and then with the injuries and stuff that happened, having to stay on for quite some time. Uh, Cotter, unbelievable as well. The, the debutantes really told the story for the Maroons, mm. I feel like. Everyone really stepped up. Selwyn Cobbo... Amazing. Probably had one of the, like, for a debutante in State of Origin, when you think of some of the great debuts of, like, Greg Inglis, like Darius Boyd, were, like, two of the highest try scorers, Valentine Holmes. But he was in the same position out on the wing but had to do the filthiest, dirtiest metres the entire game. Mm. Like, every single hit-up he had just about was within our 20, and he just took it on the chin, was like, I'm going to do this, that setting up that try. It was an unreal debut for him. What about that? That was unbelievable. So like, I mean, what about the composure just to drop it on the slipper? Anyway, well, I'll say, um, I'll enough say a nice thing for you just before we wrap it up. I will say this. I don't mm. think it'll be, like, as a Queenslander going, that was great, it was such a gutsy win. You guys just looked a bit lost in attack, which was confusing to me because you had Luai and Cleary there. And there was just moments that seemed like no one wanted to make the move, so they'd give it to Cleary even when he was in no position to make that play. So I think that just rejigging the attack a bit next game, it's still a big New South Wales advantage with that halves pairings firepower. But bloody hell, we are catching up real quick. I, I totally agree with that. I think Cleary probably had his worst half of game in two years. And, mm. and yeah, they did look a little bit, little bit lost there. Saying that, I thought Whiten was good. I thought Luai was good. Tuo, they got, they, got, they got the cattle there. It's just uh, we've got to come out a little bit harder early against Queensland. We didn't really push them. But let's turn our attention to the league ahead, mate. We can put this mm. on hold. You guys can nurse your wounds, and we'll be back when it's time for Perth. Let's talk about rugby league this weekend, boys. Yeah, good, good game tonight. And, and look, the Cowboys uh, play the Dragons. 
in North Queensland and they'll be full of confidence. But yeah. you've got to say that Ben Hunt will come back to his team full of confidence because I know he didn't get a lot of minutes, but the minutes he played were outstanding for Queensland. Mate, he's leading the Daly M's for a reason. I, I think it's going to be an interesting game of footy. I, I've heard the Cowboys are going to rest a few, but Val Holmes will still play apparently. I, I don't know about that decision. I feel like if they're fresh, they'll definitely play them because the Cowboys are probably sitting there going, we're on such good run. We don't want to have any moment to take our foot off the pedal. But I will say the games are all downhill from there. (laughs) What a weird round of footy we've got when you've got, I don't know if this has happened before, we've got three teams playing with interim coaches this weekend. You do. Uh, Rooster Storm will be a decent game. Yeah, but I guess. I really want to talk about this this interim coach situation, boys. If If I held a gun to your head, and I said, one of these teams has to win this weekend and you need to bet your entire house on it. Uh, Tim, you can bet your entire fortune and the 50 houses you own. Um, so <laughs> you've, got, <laughs> you've, got to, you've got to put a bet on these teams. Who is going to win this weekend? Tigers, Warriors, Bulldogs. They're playing, uh, oh, what have we got? I think Warriors are playing well, Sea Eagles. It's a, it's, a, it's a non-bet game. <laughs> they're non. I think they're all going to get beaten. Uh, Sharks will and, be and, and the Sharks will be the Warriors. Seagulls will beat Tigers. I think the Bulldogs, will flog yeah. the Bulldogs. Yeah, they will, yeah. What a hard outing for those teams it's going to be for the rest of the year. Who's the next? Who's the next to cop it? You reckon? Like you, you go. You've predicted all these at the start of the season when you mm. put your wig on and you got your crystal ball out. <laughs> yeah, one one prediction already made. The Broncos prediction is looking bloody good as well. That you guys mm, laughed at. It is looking yeah. good. Yep. Um, yeah, the, I'd probably say that if you're a Titans fan, you're probably staring down the barrel of a new coach by the end of the year. Newcastle. I feel like Newcastle are notoriously stubborn, and I, I think they're not going to move off him. Yeah. They're going to go, no, nah, we just need a half, and then we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be a next-year decision. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I'd say Titans could be the next one to roll, and to be honest, I'd probably think it is going to happen. But, it, but at the same time, do you really want to sack your coach right now when you know that there's three other teams hunting for one? And you look at those, you look at those sides at the moment. Everyone's going, "Oh yeah," but oh mate, from Penrith, mm. you know how good's he going to be coming out of a system? He's going to coach one of these teams. I'm like, why would you want to coach any of these teams? Why would you want to catch any of them? They're awful. You've got to either be under uh, under Phil Gould, or you've got to go to the Tigers, that are the worst team ever. If the Warriors didn't exist. <laughs> Or you've got to go to New Zealand where it's like, I mean, the, I mean you'd probably go to New Zealand because you're like, well, at least I'll get a massive payout once I get sacked in another week. But, like, it's an awful decision to go in here. I think it's going to be senior coaches that take these jobs, ones that are desperate, like a Mary or a Green that will take these jobs because they're just desperate to get back into the game. But if you're an upstart and you're looking like mm. you, you could be a great coaching prodigy, why would you take the dog out of the job? One last mention, though, before, because you're going to wrap me up, mm. the salary cap increases for the for the yep. NRL. It's going up a million dollars, or for the Roosters, $4.5 million. But, <laughs> <laughs> but does this mean Cameron Munster stays in Melbourne? I think 110%. Yeah, I think he will, 100%. He, he doesn't, he doesn't mm. want to play under any, any other coach. Well, he's a... He's the best player in the comp at the moment, so everyone's going to be clamouring over the top of him. You know, he's got the worst haircut, but he's the best player. Yeah. Shad, as always, um, look, I usually say as always, it was a pleasure. Look, I love you, mate, but um, maybe maybe next week. Just say it, mate. Just give it a go. Just no, give it a go. Like Please, I feel like Arthur on, Fonderelli on Happy Days when he couldn't say he was wrong. I was rrr, rrr, Just give it a go. Please, <laughs> See you, mate. <laughs> Coming up next on Afternoon Sport, it is Melbourne comedian Luca Muller.
Friday time. It is Luca Muller time, ladies and gentlemen. Melbourne comedian. How are you, Luca? Good, mate. Thanks for having me. How are you? See what you're doing better than your football team. They go to a restaurant and have a fight. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> yes, very ugly week to be a Demons fan. Um, basically, if no one knows the story, it's a lot of drama down at Melbourne Demons right now. It's like an episode of Jersey Shore. <laughs> basically, uh, a few players went to dinner on Sunday night and uh, Stephen May was sinking a few tinnies despite being under concussion protocols. One of our other players, Jake Melksham, calls him out, goes, mate, you're not meant to be drinking under the concussion protocols. Take it easy. Stephen May says, shut up, mate. You suck at footy. (laughs) If you played in the grand final last year, we would have lost, which is pretty harsh, um, especially considering we won the grand final by 74 points. points. (laughs) Do you think that's actually true, Luca? Because uh, uh, Gorn's come out and said it wasn't directly related to that comment. It was more personal than that. But I don't know how much more personal you can get than that. That's pretty – Yeah, I know, right? That's a shot in the – yeah, the club is uh, refuting that claim, but yep. I don't know, a fair few people are uh, sticking by it. Um, people are also saying there's another player, Joel Smith, who organised the dinner. People are saying that May told him, mate, this bit, dinner is the best thing you've done all year, which is pretty rough as well. <laughs> I love it. Well, it's, it's good to see that Melbourne, and, and that's what happens when a, when a team starts to get successful. Um, you have that competitive rivalry with amongst the guys, and, and it's, I think it's a good sign for the Demons. That they've got to stop punching each other's heads in at restaurants, but uh, it's a good sign. Tell you what. That is looking at the glass half full. I would, I would have thought they're a bunch of up themselves knobs, personally. Yeah, look, I was leaning towards uh, what you just said, Tim. But Shane, thanks for the positivity. We need it. It's positive. We need to go to a restaurant, punch the shit out of each other. Well, anyway, look, it's good. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Well, speaking, I, I see what you're punching the shit out of each other. The D's mm. play the pies. Yeah, yeah. So on top of all this drama, D's have also lost two in a row after starting the season undefeated. Mm. Uh, and we play Collingwood, massive Queen's birthday public holiday game on Monday. Collingwood, by the way, who have won three in a row against Frio, Carlton and Hawthorne. So yeah. they're red hot at the moment. If we, I don't think the wheels are off just yet, but I think the bolts that hold the wheels on are starting to come <laughs> a bit loose. And if we lose mm. on Monday, and we have the bye after that as well, lose three in a row going into the bye with all this, um, yeah, those wheels will be flying all over the shop, I reckon. Well, they look like a good footy team, the Pies, don't they? They really do, as do Carlton. Uh, and, look, I think they should do a job on Essendon. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, the Friday night game should be a ripper. Old rivalry, Carlton against Bombers. Bombers are celebrating their 150th anniversary, trying to get the party started. But I reckon, yeah, the Blues will smash them out of the park, really. And their star full forward, Harry Mackay, back He's in back, the game yeah. after a yep. few games out. Yeah, they should be looking pretty good, the Blues, I reckon. The other big match I'm looking forward to, St Kilda, if they win against Brisbane, they go into the top four. But Brisbane have three big fellas back up front. You've got Joe Danaher, uh, Dan McStay and um, Eric Hipwood all up yeah. front. That's a big, tall forward pack. Yeah, that's huge, um, especially for a relatively sort of mid-sized uh, defense that the Saints have there. Mm. Could be tough defending, but the Saints have sort of put together a sneaky good season. They start a little bit slow, but they're on a good streak now. And yeah, like you say, if they win, they'll be up into the top four. And uh, Brisbane had a loss last week. They'll be looking to get back in the winner's circle with, yeah, like you said, all those big boys up front. Look, I'm just looking at this table, uh, Luca. Gosh, it's congested. These couple of losses has taken Melbourne... Um, back to just one win ahead of Brisbane and Fremantle. Then you go back one win to Geelong and St Kilda, Sydney and Carlton, and then Richmond and Collingwood both on on twenty eight. It really is tight. 
Yeah, it is really tight. After Richmond got that win against Port last night, um, yeah, there's not much room to move there at all. Top four, all very tight. Bottom four under that, and then fighting for the eight. It's going to be a ripper second half of the season to see who sneaks in there. Now, onto UFC. We're not talking Melbourne Demons here. (laughs) We're talking some some big fights this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) The Octagon. (laughs) Yeah, Stephen May's got a fight coming up. Pretty exciting. (laughs) It's a pretty pretty tidy little card this weekend. UFC 275. UFC comes to Singapore. Mm -hmm. Uh, Headlined by Glover to share against Yuri Prohoshka in the uh, light heavyweight title. Also, the title for guys with the hardest names to spell and pronounce, yes. but <laughs> good mm. fighters. Uh, Glover, such a feel good story. He's one of my favorite fighters, this guy. He's the oldest champ in the UFC at 42. Wow. Just had a ripping career over about the last 20 years and is still sort of at the top of his game, even at that age. Uh, he comes up, he's an underdog against uh, Yuri Prohoshka, who's been an absolute beast in his UFC fights. He's on a streak of 10 knockouts in a row. Uh, people are tipping him pretty heavily, but I reckon Glover is a pretty live underdog. Uh, I think if he can survive that first round, survive the storm and get it to the ground, then he's in a good position. Um, and under that, you've got Valentina Shevchenko against Taylor Santos for the women's flyweight belt. Um, Valentina is probably the greatest or maybe second greatest female fighter of all time. So if you want to see her crush a tomato can, then tune in <laughs> on Sunday. It should be a pretty easy win for her, I reckon. Uh, and then under that is a rematch of, I reckon, probably the greatest women's fight of all time and maybe top three, top five greatest fights of all time. Wow. Uh, Yuan Jacek against Zhang Wei Li. They went the distance last time and there's all these brutal photos. They had these big hematomas, had their heads swollen up looking like aliens. But the winner of that probably steps right into his t- title shot. So Pretty sweet card on Sunday. Are we, are we thinking this could be a bigger female fight than when Cardi B wanted to put a cap in Nicki Minaj's ass? <laughs> yeah, it's no, up there. They could co-headline, I reckon. Not that big. Now, big question for you, Luca, because I know you love the world game as well. We got home against the UAE 2-1. The Socceroos back early morning on Wednesday in Doha to play against the Peruvian side who are very, very good. Uh, do we get there or don't we, the World Cup finals? Well, I'm leaning a bit towards no, but I also was pretty sure we were going to lose against the UAE. Yeah. So we've already gotten a lot further than I thought we would sort of with this squad and with this current crop of players. Um, so you never know. We did lose to Peru at the last uh, last World Cup, but you never know. Now that we've gotten to this last point, you'd reckon it's pretty good motivation to just pour it all out for this one game. Yeah, it'll be a big one. Early morning alarms this week. Luca, as always, have a good weekend. Thanks, East Boys. You too. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to Shad Wicker and to Luca Muller. And thank you to our sponsors. Our fantastic sponsors, O'Brien Beer, the beer that loves you back. Absolutely. And our wonderful producer, Dan McHugh. We are back on Monday with your daily dose of sport. Have a great weekend, guys. Join us for our Afternoon Sport Racing Bulletin brought to you by Bluebet. What I'm backing and why. Tim Gilbert is joined by racing journalist Matt Jones and professional punter Brad Miller discussing which horses they'll be betting on this weekend and why. Catch the show Friday afternoons ready for your weekend of punting. Subscribe or follow on your favourite podcast app. What I'm backing and why. Happy punting.